0: Welcome to Mavs Daily, where we break down a question, event, news, or trend. My name is Becca from Mavs Digital. Today, Lizelle is back in town and joins me on the pod. Liz, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Happy to be back. Happy that
0: basketball is back. Me too. We are pumped about our guest today, our guy number seven, Dwight Powell. Dwight, we miss you. How are you?
2: I miss you guys. I'm doing good. Doing good. Just living the bubble life.
0: okay well Dwight before we start I have to settle something that's been on my mind for like a really long time um so player relations manager Brandon you know Brandon says your name Dwight and I give him crap about it every every single time but your name is Dwight can you please settle this for us single
2: syllable name Dwight yeah
0: okay so take that Brandon Brandon if you're (laughs) listening his name is Dwight and we've settled it once and for all so um that is it is the end of that all right so let's get into it love it let's get
1: into it okay Dwight first things first we want to know how your recovery has been like during the hiatus and just with the pause in the games and everything like that what's been going on on your end
2: um recovery's been great um Thankfully, um, this sort of rehab, the, the phase that I was in when things kind of shut down was um, pretty basic, pretty straightforward. So I could do a lot of stuff from home and it was a lot of just kind of rest and um, kind of staying out of harm's way. Um, so this is all timed up kind of really well for me. Once the facilities opened back up, I was in the phase where I was kind of ramping things up a little bit more and doing a little more strength stuff and working with Casey and Jeremy a lot more. So um, now I'm I've started running on the court last week uh, very slowly, uh, <laughs> which is kind of awkward Yeah, I uh, wanted to kind of get up there and sprint, but, you know, baby steps. So things are going well.
1: Nice. So you being one of, like, the most beloved players on the team, one of the things we get on social, like, every day is, is Dwight going to play? Is Dwight going to play? So can you, for our Mavs Daily Podcast listeners, set the record straight? Are you going to play in Orlando? Uh,
2: unfortunately not. Um, I wish that was in the cards for me, but um, I will be, you know, just reaching the tail end of, um, of my kind of recovery process as the final start. So um, I don't know if we could somehow stretch that gap between the conference finals to the finals, maybe another four weeks, then I could make it happen. But but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be too tight for me, but I'm, I'm working at the same intensity as if i was going to be able to play just so that i can be um as healthy as possible as soon as possible um you know going about in the right way safely so that uh next next year i can hit the ground running
1: love it
0: perfection we love okay so we love the photos on the court by the way like we we saw, I think I saw some photo yesterday of you um, shooting or running or something. And I just like, it warmed my heart so much. I was like, oh my God, he's almost there.
2: Yeah, we're, getting there. we're getting there. It's tough because <laughs> it. being out there is one thing and then being able to, you know, really do my thing is another. So it's kind of like a tease okay. being on side court when everyone's playing on the other okay. one, but but it's motivation. So I'm I'm working at it. We're getting there.
1: Totally. Yeah what percent of like your recovery would you say you're at right now like 50 40 80 60 i don't
2: know recovery wise um i mean i guess it kind of depends how you kind of philosophically look at a tendon recovery um as Mm -hmm. far as the structure it's completely healed so um, i can put way more than my body weight on it um uh, the biology i guess you could call it has taken over for the sutures now it's about, you know, reali- realigning those collagen um, and tendon strands to kind of get them um, a little, get rid of a little bit of that scar tissue and um, straighten it out a bit. It's pretty chunky still. Um, and then now she's chunky. building strength. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, she's building strength. So recovery wise, I'm like just about there, but now it's about regaining that functional mobility and strength and making sure that I don't put myself at risk for, for other stuff
1: yeah for sure being very cautious um so big question between me and becca is courtney using the same scooter as you or did he get another one
2: man courtney's scooter is so tricked out (laughs) he's got like a five wheeler it's got like all the bells and whistles crazy cornering and just his is souped up but
1: that's classic. But I'm, Corny. I'm happy he's got something good.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! But he doesn't <laughs> have the
2: customization that I had. Mine, oh. I got. I had the stickers. I had the. I had the bell on mine. Um, oh,
1: that's right. You did have a bell. <laughs> I,
2: was, I was pretty legit at a basket for a while.
1: Uh, Ooh! Oh, wait, did you I,
2: take?
1: Like you would like go out and like scooter to like Whole Foods or something with that on?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I couldn't like walk. I yeah. couldn't walk, so I didn't really leave the house much at that time. But when I went down to get the mail, it was definitely, I got dressed up for it and and got my scooter, you know, top of the line, ready to go. Wow.
0: wow. That's That's awesome. awesome. (laughs) That is so awesome. But that's so classic Courtney to have like a five-star scooter. That's amazing. Okay. So kind of transferring from, you know, the recovery into the bubble. We're so glad that you are, you know, almost back to, Full, you know, full Dwight Powell. So, how is the bubble? Do you did you ever think that like basketball would ever be played like this?
2: Um, you know, the bubble isn't as bad as I think people think it is, or make it out to be. Um, yeah. I mean, we have we have all the things we need as far as like we have Wi-Fi, we have food, we have like it's the weather here is great, and there's a bunch of activities that we can do. Uh, but I think most of all like you guys said, it's exciting to have basketball back. I think um, with so many things kind of upside, flipped upside down and, um, you know, this weird new normal that we're having to deal with with this whole pandemic situation, I think being able to kind of come back together and, and have a, some semblance of normalcy when it comes to at least we're training, we're competing, we're playing, and um, we have that camaraderie back where we can physically, you know, be in the same space because of the way that we were able to set this whole bubble up. Um, I mean, there's not really much to complain about after that, so right. it's been good. It's been good.
0: Yeah, I feel it's like. Good to hear. Yeah, I feel like um, all of our, all of like your teammates and like our team have been like super positive about the bubble. I feel like no one's really had any complaints.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the first couple days were rough, just because I think for anyone, if you're locked in a yeah, yeah. room for three days without you know any contact with the outside world, <laughs> right. um, it can get a little. You know, strange and weird. And then also on top of that, those first three days, you don't exactly know what it is you're waiting for. You don't know what's on the other side of the door. You haven't mm-hmm. explored the campus. You don't know how things are going to work. And there's a lot of anxiety associated with the unknown. But um, once we found where the pool was, like yesterday, we had <laughs> half the team out there just kind of hanging out and catching up. And um, I think our team is designed well for this type of scenario because we, we like to spend time together. We we enjoy each other's company on and off the court. So um, hopefully we'll continue to build some of those bonds through this process.
0: For sure. Um, So we know that you were super involved, you know, with the MBPA and um, you were on those calls trying to figure out, you know, how to proceed with, you know, the season during the hiatus. What kind of things did you, did you suggest anything different or were you, you know, kind of just on board with the whole bubble situation?
2: Yeah, I think one thing that a lot of people don't really understand and it's mm-hmm. it's not their fault It's just how much work went into the creation of this bubble. And I'm um, not speaking for myself. I, I've lended a hand where I could and, and participate, like you said, in some of those calls, but um, the countless hours um, put in by our union staff and by the league staff, especially and consulting with experts and um, having those experts vetted by other experts and trying to figure out ways to do this in the best safest um, you know, most intellectual way to get this get this all done and and make sure that we can compete again during this this strange time. So, um, yeah, a lot of work went into this. Like I can't emphasize that enough. And um, I think when we finally got here, it was kind of cool to see all these things that these people have been planning for so long and um, had spent so much time trying to figure out. And and there was a lot of things that they they thought of and, and planned out and then they would have to change course and, and yeah. you know what I mean, with, with the amenities that are available. And just, so they were on their, on their toes for the last several months, just trying to make sure that they can get this thing going. And, um, and they did a great job, a phenomenal job.
0: Totally. Yeah. It's like it's That's own awesome. little world down there.
2: The above. Yeah. Yeah. And no stone was left unturned in terms of figuring out ways to keep us safe. I think that was the most important thing in the kind of, kind of true north of the whole process and the guiding light was to make sure that once we were here tested out of quarantine that we were as safe as possible. so the protocols we had beforehand in our markets coming in kind of set the groundwork for that and and now with with daily testing and um, masks and distancing and Reminders about hygiene and sanitization stations everywhere, and everything's constantly being cleaned down. I think um, we're kind of as safe as we can be.
0: For sure. So I know That's that you're. So I know that you're kind of like a an intellectual guy. You know, you 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 like to stay sharp and focused. So how are you kind of like maintaining all of you know your routines and you know just kind of staying in that mindset while you're down there?
2: Um, it's kind of been a shift, actually, because now now that we've kind of been able to come back all together it's um it's been spending time with my teammates it's been um you know getting reacclimated to to film again even though i'm not gonna be playing i, I want to be able to obviously keep up with the scout and and, uh-huh. and know what's going on so um like having team meetings again it's kind of like a like a weird adjustment because it's, it's like kind of like the end of a summer and you're kind of coming back together to play again but it's not because we're jumping right into things there's no time to you know, ease into it. We're, you know, having to get ready to compete at a very high level and we're playing for something and that's, that's extremely important to all of us. So we're taking it very seriously. So that kind of intellectual capacity, I guess you could say, has been focused towards that.
0: Totally. Yep. Um, so you were talking about, you know, the team loves to you know, spend time together on and off the court. And obviously the chemistry that we can see through, you know, our social channels and just you guys hanging out together, the chemistry is already, you know, on a totally different level from other teams. Like you can tell. Um, mm-hmm. So do you think that, so you, like, you know, the activities that you guys are doing, the fishing, the going to the pool, how how else Golf. do you think that, yeah, golfing, <laughs> how do you mm-hmm. think that this, you know, bubble situation is going to bring the team closer together? Like, could it get, could the chemistry get any better or, you know,
2: um, I think I think we for sure could always get closer. I think what the major benefit of um, that kind of off court time and those kind of uh, like leisure activity, team bonding experiences is it creates kind of a a secondary channel for communication that's a little bit lighter and it's a little bit um, freer. Um, where you can kind of express things that either are bothering you or you're concerned about um, or things that you think need to be addressed and doesn't, you can kind of have a sounding board with a teammate or with a group of teammates. And then, and then you can address issues kind of more naturally rather than having to wait for the next available game or wait for the next practice. We're always together. Things can come up and we can deal with them and we can move on and, um, and we can kind of evolve like together as a team that way, which I think is, which is, is gonna be important, especially as we continue to move forward.
0: Totally. I love the closeness of the team, honestly. (laughs) Like, I feel like every, yeah, all the fans, that's all they comment is, I love this team. You know, they get along so well, everyone can see it. So it's just so great. And it's great to be a part of it and to see that, like, unfold. Which brings me to my last section of this um, segment, you know, the balcony video the that mario kart video that i saw on <laughs> Yahoo sport you guys are so creative you know walk us through some of this stuff like how do you guys think of this and also like <laughs> what else can we see from you and maxi you guys are a like a legit comedy act <laughs> yes
2: well the first video was kind of like that was a product of quarantine that was okay, like we okay, were,
0: fair, 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 we're
2: fair. sitting in our rooms and like all of us i think respectively on our phones or reading or watching tv or whatever it was and um me personally i was like man i need some fresh air and i kind of didn't realize had a balcony i kind of go out there and and then maxi kind of comes out and we're like oh this is kind of like we're maybe 10 feet apart I'm like that's kind of yeah. cool and then and then Dodo had been out there already and he kind of just stands up <laughs> with his little chair and he's like what's up guys and JJ walks Aww. out Luke walks out so like, okay this is this isn't that bad so um after just hanging out there for a while and realizing okay we still have about 30 <laughs> hours left of this um said why not let's let's have some fun
0: and I hear you're a video editor too
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah did you but, make that video i'm afraid to claim it because the sound cuts off with like four part. seconds left
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like
2: so i won't call myself a air. video editor i did but, see that
0: i did see. but that. i have
2: iMovie <laughs> on my phone so
0: okay there so you bye. go <laughs> well we we want to see some more content from you guys so please keep it coming all
2: right yeah, yeah everyone's like been that.
0: like loving this stuff
1: which kind of brings me to like the last little segment we want to talk to you about which is just our fans in general like Dwight I remember when you were traded from the Celtics to here and you've just like been a staple for like this Mavs team for the past few seasons and we just feel like you are Dallas like people know Dwight Powell Dallas everything like that so um, what do you want to kind of like say to the fans right before the season starts back up like if you just wanted to kind of say anything or you know address them on anything or
2: Man, I miss you guys. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> I really miss yeah. our fans. Um, I think we have a really cool setup at home where we can we can kind of get face to face time with with a pretty big group of fans pregame every mm-hmm. single night. Um, we see a big group of fans on the way to the court um, every single night. We have most nights a group hanging out after the game that we can go spend some time with and I think um over the years, I've, I've developed some personal relationships and just even face yeah. recognition with a bunch of fans. And um, I really miss our our diehards. I miss our MFFLs. And uh, it's going to be tough going out there and, and not having them in the crowd. But I um, hope they know that we're, we're representing them and we're fighting for them. And um I mean, hopefully, we can figure out a way in the next whatever how many months it is before the next season to to see them soon in a safe way and and, and compete for them live. But um, until then, they're they're definitely top of mind for us, and um, they've done such an amazing job of supporting us when it was easy, when they could just sit in the building, and they've done an incredible job of supporting us when it's kind of weird, when we've had this long hiatus where there's nothing to cheer for. But I'm still getting comments still getting well wishes we're still all getting you know support um looking forward to this this kind of bubble season even though they're not going to be there so we have we have some of the best fans in the world and I'm I'm proud to put on that jersey knowing that they're in the crowd wearing those jerseys too so um yeah sure. I miss those I miss them all oh <laughs> yeah
1: even, so sorry so, go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no it's crazy how you like brought up the fact that like they won't be there live in real games and I know that the NBA and our different like technology groups are trying to figure out ways to put audio during y'all's games so you could hear the fans and stuff like that but I just kind of want to hear from you as a player like what sort of impact does that have on the game like in real time or what do you think will like kind of happen in just approaching this new reality of like no fans at the games and I know you've just mentioned like that's one of the biggest things about having games and stuff like that so just kind of want to hear from you because that's just something that's been a topic lately on social and everything like that is no fans how is that going to affect the game how does that maybe feel
2: i think it'll be weird um to to the extent that our warm-ups won't have that kind of same energy externally um mm-hmm. and i think a big part of our you know our pregame announcements and our like our video board before the tip off and and we have a bunch of you know in arena stuff that's like specifically designed to not only get the players like juiced up ready to play but to get the fans engaged get everybody in their seat and and get everybody locked in on this moment when the ball gets thrown up and i think that build up for a lot of guys is like it's ingrained in part of the experience um, so it's going to be tough it's going to be weird it's going to be strange not having that but having said that i think we all need to remember that this is this game is such a huge part of all of our lives and it's it's in it's something that like you know it's in our blood and it's it's something that we think about day and night and um the reason all of us are able to play at this level and are in this league is because we have um a competitive spirit in us that we you know feed into this sport um so I think if we, we showed footage of, of some practices, people would be shocked at how hard we play and how competitive things can be. So um, we're going to miss our fans a lot. And it's going to be weird and it's going to suck. But the competition level will, will drop off at 0%. Like there will be absolutely no drop off, in my opinion, because knowing our guys and knowing what we're fighting for, um, at the end of the day, if we do what we're supposed to do and we get our job done, um, they'll still be cheering. So we're, we're going to, we're going to approach it with that mentality. And once that ball gets thrown up, once the lights are on, once the clock is rolling, um, nothing will change for us.
0: Awesome. Love that. Love it. it. Well, if there's anything else you want to say or anything else you want to talk about, here's your chance. Open, (laughs) open floor. (laughs) Yeah. Open floor.
2: floor. Plug your
0: plug. Yeah. No,
2: that's, that's pretty much, you guys covered a lot there. I mean, this, the bubble life is good. We're enjoying it. We are, we're as safe as we can be. Um, we have activities. We have, the facilities are great. That's something we didn't really touch on. The facilities that they've set up here are, are really nice. We oh, have yeah. every practice, every practice quote unquote setup will have, has four baskets, at least one full court. Most of them has two full courts. Um, so it's either two full courts or a full court and two half courts. Um, the weight rooms are great, which it's, it's shocking to me how they got all this stuff here yeah. and set it up yeah. so, so quickly and so efficiently. Um, so there's a weight room with like pretty much almost everything we have in our weight room, uh, back in Dallas and they have a training room, um, uh, with all the amenities as far as pre-practice stuff, post-practice stuff, um, drinks, shakes, whatever you need, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a great setup. It's, it's, uh, it was surprising. The first day we walked in there, I didn't really know what to expect. I'd seen some schematics and some, you know, drawings, yeah. but I know it's, it's tough. It's tough to like transform a, a ballroom into what they did. And it's, I, I hope we'll get to, I'm sure there's some pictures out there that we have mm-hmm. circling around, but it's, it's pretty cool how they, you know, transform this place
1: that's awesome it kind of just makes it feel like home like a piece of home that traveled with you and i think that's awesome that they did the best they could to yeah. imitate that same setup
0: yeah absolutely
1: awesome. well thank you thank you thank you dwight for joining us uh, make sure all of our fans out there follow you on twitter facebook instagram whatever social media you kind of don't use but it's okay because you're on social media and you're verified so hey follow um great <laughs> yeah. review subscribe mabs daily you never know who we might get next um thanks again dwight thanks to Thank me